You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel here on Real Presence Radio, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Great to have you with us here this morning. Uh, we have another great guest with us, Father James Burns, the president of St. Mary's University in Winona. Welcome, Father Burns. Thank you, and good, good to speak with you, Father Kiesel. Yep, and we're thankful you took a time out of your busy schedule here on beginning of the week on Monday. And could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to these days? Sure, sure. Well, um, I'm from St. Paul originally. Um, grew up and born and raised in St. Paul and went to high school at St. Agnes High School. In fact, it's through St. Agnes uh, that you and I uh, became connected. Uh, That's right. Uh, Kiesel, mu- uh, through mu- Monsignor Schuler. <laughs> That's right. We have a mutual friend. Uh, God bless yeah. him. Absolutely, absolutely. He's done a great deal of work for vocations, and we see the fruit of it all over the Archdiocese. So I'm, I'm so pleased to be a hail from that parish, and I've gone to high school there and still keep contact with some friends there. And then I did go to seminary in St. Paul Seminary, um, and I was educated at the University of St. Thomas uh, with mm-hmm. several degrees, uh, including counseling psychology. And then Archbishop Flynn, um, early in my priesthood, sent me off to get my doctorate in psychology, uh, which I achieved out east. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at a university out east, and then came back and taught at St. Thomas in the Graduate School of Psychology for a while, and then was recruited to Boston College to serve for a while in mission and ministry, and then and then as a dean of one of the schools there. And then uh, some uh, friends apparently saw that St. Mary's was looking for a new president, and it's in uh, our, our own backyard here in Minnesota. That's and right. so uh, it seemed like a, a good fit, and so I talked to Archbishop Hebda, and, and I talked to Bishop Quinn, who is the local uh, ordinary here in Winona, uh, Rochester Diocese, and um, also uh, my colleagues in, in Voluntas Day Institute, which is a secular institute I am part of, and they all seemed to say that this would be uh, an appropriate thing for me to um, continue to pursue, uh, and so I did with their blessing and um, ended up being chosen as the 14th president of St. Mary's University of Minnesota. Wow, congratulations, and I, I think Thank you're doing you. great work. Uh, as you know, Father, we had our Archdiocese, Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, uh, priest gathering there this last June, and it was a great experience to be there with you at St. Mary's University. Well, it was it was great for all of us at uh, our community to host so many priests, and, and our, our one of our main uh, foci, our emphases when, when you were down, was we just wanted to make sure every priest felt not only very welcome, but treated very well and um, respected, had a good time, was able to uh, really take in all the learnings that were happening through the through the gathering and really simply just enjoy themselves and have great time for prayer and fellowship and, and really reuniting with each other in the Lord. So uh, if we accomplish that, then we accomplish exactly what we set out to do. Yes, I think we accomplished that and even more. So it was a it was a great time to be there at St. Mary's. I, I'm guessing the, the priests of the Archdiocese will want to go back there again in a few years for our next gathering. So, well, I hope I hope I hope I hope we do, and uh, because we will spoil you just as well then. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But Father, back in your important work there at St. Mary's, um, uh, one thing we see is studies are showing fewer college-age students are identifying as Catholics. Uh, so, what does this look like for you at the at the Catholic University there in Winona? Sure, that's that's an excellent question. I think it's on the minds of a lot of folks today. And, and recently, um, in fact, in um, um, America Magazine, they were saying, um, speaking about how uh, if Catholic higher education is going to compete in the medium and long term. 
the marketplace over the next 10 years will push us to embrace what makes us distinctive, but what makes us distinctive will be in demand. And I think that's a real key, um, especially when Catholics, uh, when students, college students aren't identified as Catholics. And what I think that means is we have a great opportunity uh, to propose to students the synthesis of, of knowledge and truth as understood within the Catholic tradition. Um, and that knowledge is, is, as you know, is unified, it's not fragmented, and that faith and reason are complementary. They're not antagonistic right. to each other. Um, we have this wonderful avenue to help students find answers to their deep questions that we know through, through what's come out of, um, what's coming through kind of questions about the pandemic and um, where people stand on that. Um, students want to know not just what their major is going to be, but why major at all. What's the meaning and value of life? What am I meant to do with my life? And, and those existential questions and the Catholic University properly aligned can answer that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, uh, and, and I say an additional complication is that um, something that all of higher ed is, 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 is facing, and that is the sheer number of college students, not just Catholic age students, uh, college students uh, is declining each year and um, will hit a critical low point within the next five years. And there's a lot of demographic reasons for that, but, you know, families just are not as big as they once were, and, and so we're, we're experiencing that. Um, and, and people aren't handing on and passing on the faith in the same way. So, so again, that's a challenge, but it's also an opportunity. Uh, we're dealing with things like cost pressures, affordable, accessible education, parents and students questioning what the value of education is, what the value of Catholic education is. Um, too many schools competing for traditional age students, and that's shrinking pool. But mm-hmm. I say we can't let economics make the decisions for us. We must stay true to our mission as a Catholic university, precisely because we're Catholic, because that's something students and families want, a place that knows what is important and wants to see that lived out. So um, I think we have that in our, in our Catholic University of St. Mary's, and we're really striving to emphasize that in our LaSalle Catholic tradition. Amen. Very good. And so, Father, can you share with us some things you're doing to continue to develop that identity of our of the Catholic mission at the, on campus? Sure, sure. So, um, we have uh, a number of things that we, we're doing to try to uh, embolden or, or live out our identity. Um, to try to, we, we want to. We want to see ourselves as trying to model our mission every day and in every way. Um, so, as I said, we're a Italian Catholic institution. Um, we have a connection with the Brothers of the Christian Schools. Uh, it goes back, you know, an order that goes back 300 years. And there are a number of virtues we particularly focus on. St. John Baptist de La Salle, um, as you know, is the, the founder of the Brothers of the Christian Schools and, and the patron saint of teachers. Mm-hmm. And he and his colleagues developed 12 virtues of a good teacher. We're wow. actually implementing those throughout the university. We really wow. want to highlight things like reserve and patience and piety um, and really help... Uh, translate those words into today's medium when people don't really, aren't reserved. <laughs> they're, they're wanting to do things so quickly and fast. And so, so when is the time to reflect? Um, we, we're also focusing on the cardinal and theological virtues as a basis for performance virtues. How do we act? Um, and we include, uh, there's the declaration on, on, on our Italian Catholic mission that the brothers have put out. Um, and part of it states we believe that the educational community is the core component in building up the person and the transmission of values. But I'd say, like, tangible signs and the symbols on campus, as you know, you, you were there. We have yes. crucifixes in every classroom. We have sacred art um, everywhere, mm-hmm. both inside and outside. Um, the lived expression is through the celebration of Mass daily and, and the other sacraments. We have students who regularly, Catholic students, coming for confession. The students themselves have, have created a night prayer group that gets anywhere from 30 to 40 students every night for night prayer. Wow. Um, litanies and processions that are co- would be common Catholic um, uh, expressions of, of faith. 
And then our campus ministry programming is very rich, and, and you know, our, our campus ministry is really seeking to promote kind of that understanding of um, deepening Catholic faith for Catholics, but also those who are either, you know, fallen away Catholics or are not Catholic at all, don't know. We want to seek to to use the word that Post Francis is, is, is using is to accompany every student regardless of their faith mm-hmm. or no tradition so that they can understand and fully experience what it means to be on a Catholic campus. And part of that means we include um, almost in a, I hate to say it, but in a Benedictine way, um, radical hospitality to those most in need. So yeah. Pope Francis used the term, uh, we're a field hospital. And in many ways we are. We may not show the outward wounds, but there's a lot of inward wounds. And so we need to be there to help bind up those, those that woundedness. And what better place than with the balm of Jesus? Um, and that's, that's how I would see it. We've also made it um, very clear in our strategic plan. Um, our very first plank of, of our strategic plan, which is called Building a Future Full of Hope, mm-hmm. um, take it from Jeremiah the prophet, um, is to live our Lasallian Catholic heritage and faith. Uh, so we do simple things like, uh, sounds simple, but um, at the beginning of, of most of our meetings, we use the Brothers' Invocation, let us remember we're in the Holy Presence of God. Yeah. Um, we have hiring permission, that's key. Uh, we have leadership retreats that allow for reflection and, and discernment in silent prayer across all levels. Um, there are many readings. There's the Access Journal of Italian Higher Ed. And in fact, the Cabinet and the Board of Trustees are currently reading a book by um, Don Briel, Mike Naughton, and Ken Goodpastor from St. Thomas uh, called What We Hold and Trust, Rediscovering the Purpose of Catholic Higher Education. And if you haven't read it, that's really going to be our our blueprint for how we understand and deepen our our identity as a Catholic university. It's it, uh, it's just wonderful. So, mm-hmm. wow, you're doing great work. I really loved what I hear on the the, the virtues and teaching from Saint John Baptiste de La Salle, and then all of the various facets that are going into order. How, how long have you been the president there, Father? So uh, it, was, it seemed like longer given what we've done, but it's uh, three and a half years. I'm just ending my, I'm starting to uh, close in on the end of my fourth year. So, Wow. You're doing great working with God's grace in it. In it. And uh, I, I like what I hear, but I, I know uh, we have some young people in this area that are, are really looking at St. Mary's University. And I encourage parents to begin to think about um, uh, St. Mary's, uh, that, that it is a, a real good option. And so thinking of this, uh, Father Burns, another question I have for you is that, you know, Catholic universities, you're working to continue to strengthen and identify uh, that, that encounter with Christ. And what things do you see looking ahead will, will help that encounter with Christ become more evident along, along all the various groups? Of course, among the Catholics and those who are, are obviously seeking him. But those maybe, as you mentioned, those who are on the fringes and those that, that need a different kind of accompaniment. And we, we have about a minute, so we might get a little bit of this and then come back after our break, Father. Sure, sure. I would say just a couple things uh, immediately come to mind. Universities play a critical role in changing the world for knowledge and bringing that unity of knowledge and the complementary of faith and reason that is said together um, and leading with compassion and love in a Christ-centered way. I think that's a key thing, that Christ-centered way. Um, you know, Joseph Pieper said about education, to, to build our house at this time implies not only securing survival, but also putting in order again our entire moral and intellectual heritage. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that's a very key part of, of what we have to offer. Um, and, and there's so many other pieces that, that I, could, uh, I can go into and in how we infuse that into um, um, both the curricular, and, uh, co-curricular and extracurricular um, activities of the university. Um, so, um, and, I, and I think never being afraid to ask tough questions, um, never mm-hmm. being afraid of, of the questions. 
uh, as good pastor Breland and Naughton said, a Catholic university brings a bracing courage to its pursuit of truth with the conviction that no genuine truth need be feared. Um, and I think that is, that's where we're coming out of. That's really good, Father Burns. And we're going to pause there for a second. We're Real Presence Radio Live. We have Father James Burns, the president of St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. We give thanks to God for this great day he has made. And we have an excellent guest with us here, Father James Byrne from St. Mary's University. Father Burns is the president of St. Mary's. Thank you for being with us, Father. Good to be with you. Thank you. Yes, and you were just talking about uh, various endeavors regarding identity on campuses. And let's just pick right back up where we were. Sure. And I think that, you know, when we talk about Catholic education, it really should be a transformational education. It shouldn't be just transactional. Yes. Um, and, and that means we need to really prepare the student for, for work and for life. So not just for a job, but for how they're going to live their life. That means, you know, we especially are focusing on the mind, the body, and the soul of each student. Um, they will flourish, we believe, if all those three things are, are in sync. Um, and it's critical for young people to help them 
develop and solidify their character, develop a good character, guide ethical way of living their life, and strengthen them for their personal relationships with and for uh, a love of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is something that we have that, uh, you know, no other schools outside the Christian and, and Catholic faith have as, as an offering. Um, and it's a foundation of uh, that we're leaning into at St. Mary's of Grounded and, and kind of character education and virtue formation um, as, as, as we work with them. Um, and, you know, realizing, as I said before, that, that academic inquiry and the ability to consider and wrestle with the biggest questions and complex challenges are, are okay. We, we welcome that because we believe that faith and reason are not contradictory. And so um, bring on the questions and, and bring on those thoughts because they're going to be met with a, a thoughtful way of proceeding through them and that the genuine truth really will, will, will prevail um, in, in all of it. And, and I think that that's, that's really a key part of it. It is, uh, and it gets at the classic uh, understanding of education, the search for truth, the search to feed the, the mind uh, with truth, and that leads to the nurturing of the heart in love, because when we, when we know truth, we will love. Uh, and mm-hmm. that, of course, that, of course, is God, so that the university has its mission rooted in uh, God himself. So that, that's powerful. Uh, that's the, the, the unique opportunity of Catholic education. So, Father, many, many pressures in our world right now for our young people. I'm sure, I know you see this on the college students. We all see it in the world in general. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, helping the college students keep their faith in our Lord, faith in our Catholic Church strong amid the various uh, trials and even attacks that we find from the world or a part of the world? Well, I think that's a great question. I think um, students, are, especially students at, at the college level, traditional college age, really want to be involved. We know um, time and time again through, through the centuries, young people want to be involved in a cause that's worth um, giving themselves for. Um, and and if, if we don't give it to that to them, then they'll find it in other places where it's not going to be as perfective of them. Yes, and right. it's certainly going to be um, aimed at what would be an apparent good rather than a true good. Um, and we believe that the true good ultimately ends, begins and ends in Jesus Christ. And so um, you can't get any better than that. But how do we help them see that um, when the, the world around them really doesn't have a great deal of time for faith and certainly not organized religion? Um, um, and, and really would rather see that um, kind of pushed to the side, if not outright uh, rejected. So what we have time to do in, in, in our universe is think about this question. How do we ask our students to think about the ways in which they can do the right thing in the right way at the right time for the right reasons? It's a classic mm-hmm. definition. Um, and this is an expression of goodness and of love for God, um, even if they don't know it. Um, but we, our, our opportunity is to pose a faith that it is sustained and seeks truth, beauty, and goodness. Um, as I said before in another, um, in some of the um, areas of, of unrest that have come up and the riots that occurred on near one of our campus um, in Minneapolis, the um, challenges uh, uh, just throughout the last two years especially, we want St. Mary's to be a place to learn and to live together so that we can all promote the virtues that are critical living now more than ever. Virtues... Uh, Virtues like justice, prudence, understanding, courage, temperance, especially when we continue to live in a society challenged by injustice, divisiveness, and mm-hmm. extremism. Um, we do not seek silencing voices, and we do not believe in canceling out others just because we disagree with them. Um, and so, as a Catholic community, beyond that, we believe that all people are created in God's image, and that's why we are focusing on the dignity of each person rather than kind of 
um, focusing on kind of the secular notion of DIE um, and, 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 and that area. Um, certainly, we're, we're, we're concerned about, you know, wanting to be um, uh, open to diverse groups of people and being inclusive. Um, and that equality is something that our country was founded on to, to promote equality. Um, but we base all that in the first and foremost in the understanding of who are we in God's image. Yes. Um, and that really, if, if we ground ourselves in that, it's hard to go wrong. It's hard to, to see the other person in, in, a, in, a, in a negative or bad light if you believe that they're created in God's image and that they deserve dignity simply because they are created that way. So if, if we're to do anything, that's something that I think really um, will help uh, our students today and really will help our society. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that is the one of the foundational struggles, uh, helping people to, to move from seeing their dignity and then living in their dignity because we it's it's one thing to have a understanding that we have dignity but then how do we honor that dignity and that goes into freedom and uh, what how how do you see that development regarding the freedom and the will uh taking shape among the college students that you see well i think it's, it goes back to that kind of uh another kind of more classical understanding of what is freedom is it freedom for or freedom from and um, and and I think you know what we what I hope we're trying to do with our students and 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 all levels is really say we have freedom for freedom for goodness freedom for the love of God freedom for um, helping our brothers and sisters in Christ um, if you're not Christian freedom for the good the ultimate good you know um, of living in a society that has a basis in the common good I mean uh, you know I, I think that's something that Aristotle and Plato would agree with as well yep. that. Um, yep clearly not Catholic or Christian, but had that understanding of freedom is not from. Uh, in other words, it's not a singular kind of thing that I get to do my thing in my way um, without, re- as long as it's not hurting anyone. That's that's not true freedom. That actually becomes an enslavement. And I think, you know, there are a lot of studies out lately that show that, that those who are impacted by this young people end up turning in on themselves. And, you know, I think that may be part of the reason why we see increased rates of depression and anxiety is mm-hmm. they really want to have a cause. Um, that both honors who they are, um, ultimately, as, as good people, uh, meaning God's image, but for something that's greater than them. Um, and that also involves um, being fo- focused in God. Excellent, Father. And I know you know at this time, Father, the uh, many families and college-bound students are making their decisions. I'm going to go to this university or this college. And uh, what advice would you have for any young people who are making their college selections at this time? Well, I think, I think um, particularly for Catholic families, I would say, is there a vibrant faith life experience in campus ministry? Um, do they see um, external signs, but also inward, uh, internal signs, too, that they see and hear from students and families about um, what's going on on campus in terms of the, the building up of the faith and, and really that, and, and a richness, uh, you know, um, engaged in apologetics. And so it's not just a, a by rote kind of thing, which a lot of times um, Catholic uh, schools that really take faith seriously are accused of, well, it's just by rote. No, it needs to be that engaged dialogue, that deep, deep um, kind of thinking in that way, and um, and come to really a, a love and understanding of the truth found in Jesus, and that's compelling. Um, and so do they see that witness in, in prayer and practice on campus, um, kind of that sac- self-sacrificing love that we, we, we speak about? Um, I also think, you know, is the, is the school, and then there are, there are other things, of course. Is the school attending to the students? Do they, do they really want to see students be successful? Are they, are they helping them? Are they providing them an avenue to get their degree? Um, 
and not just get their degree because it's a piece of paper, but to get their degree because it's going to be really helpful to their communities, to their families, to the, to the bigger purposes that, that, that we believe um, God has them here for. So do they see that? Do they see? And then, and then there are the obvious things like is the, is the, um, uh, is the curriculum sound? Is it, is it, is it uh, going to provide a, a good, solid education? Are the, are the faculty and advisors, you know, caring for the students? Um, you know, uh, what do the alumni say about, about the school and so forth? And I think there's a, there's a renaissance among some schools. And I, I always say is how often and how well do um, schools keep parents involved in their, especially undergraduate education, of their students' undergraduate education. Um, I think that's one of the things that we see over and over. You know, parents are generally expending a great deal of, of money and time for their students' education, and, and they want to be respectfully part of that um, in, in the appropriate ways. And I think there's, there's ways to, to engage that um, without one dominating the other, if you will. So, I, I agree. that That's all very good advice. And, and what about the, the aspect of uh, many times, uh, rightfully so, but... Uh, but it can be an incomplete decision that the decision is based on the kind of major that one has or perhaps the financial assistance without taking into account these things. Any advice for parents to balance or to work with their sons and daughters to balance out the, the reasons for making a decision? Yes, I think, I think that, I mean, and, and again, I understand that. I, I see that every day in, in, as tuition prices rise and, and they need, you know, we need to be sober about the fact that students leave college in the hopes of getting, being employed. Um, yes. in, in, in good jobs. And so I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't take that into account, but I'm hoping, and I believe that really over and above that, that's something that a Catholic university can add um, that you wouldn't find perhaps in other university settings. And that is that, yes, it's, it's about, um, you know, the, 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 the uh, you know, deliberateness with which we look at, you know, what the student will major in and what they're, what they're passionate about. And what, what brings them a sense of joy, in fact. Um, but also on top of that, what does it mean to receive and be nourished in the classroom, discernment, reflection? What are those added pieces that actually elevate the whole experience of education? Very good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Now, Father, we have about 30 seconds left. Any final thoughts that you would give uh, regarding St. Mary's or anything else? Well, I would just say, you know, I, I would welcome any uh, family that wants to come and see St. Mary's. Uh, obviously, we are one of, of a number of Catholic universities, but I think we're trying to really do it in a unique way. One of our granting organizations, a major one, recently said that St. Mary's is the flagship university for character and virtue education in the upper Midwest. And so um, we have that that I think we're very proud of, and, and we want to build this future uh, with uh, full of hope, really, with, with, uh, with our students and with their families. And I can't speak enough of the value of education to better society and how much better if it's done in that fundamentally the Italian Catholic tradition. Um, John Baptist de La Salle really asking us to lift, up, lift each other up um, um, into, into a new way of being. And our faculty and staff are there ready to help our students. And we welcome the input of the parents. And we want to create um, a life of work and service leadership, but especially a rich faith life. Father James Burns, president of St. Mary's University, Winona, uh, Minnesota. Thank you for being with us this morning. And stay with us here at Real Presence Radio. Father Randall Kazel will be right back after this short break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 